You're listening to the Batuta Advocates Weekly News Wrap on Desert Rock FM 96.5. G'day, thanks for tuning in to the Weekly Batuta News Bulletin here on Desert Rock FM. My name's Bruce Hitchcock, and sitting with me in the booth today here at Koala Mattress Studios to wrap up the week that was is my old mate Wendell Hussey. Hello, and thank you for joining us today for the biggest stories from the Batuta Advocate, Australia's oldest and most respected newspaper. Let's get the ball rolling with the biggest story in national news this week, Del. The Wentworth by-election. Yeah, it was a tough weekend for the Coalition government as Wentworth voters sent a strong message to Liberals by voting in a high-net-worth white middle-aged doctor. The revolution is here. Yeah, it can't be far off after the radical change in the wealthy white-collar electorate. The constituents of the various Harborside, Bays and Bondi were furious after their previous sitting member, Malcolm Turnbull, was knifed. And so, the electorate that's always been as white-collar as a little strip along the top of a clerical robe decided to dump the party that's held the seat since Federation and voted in independent MP Karen Phelps. We spoke to one man named Philip Cashman in Wentworth about the vote, and he explained that the people of the normally safe Liberal seat don't like being treated like fools. He said to us, We want change. I mean, not radically in the sense that we should vote for some working class representative because obviously we don't have any working class constituents. We just wanted to send a clear message to the Liberal Party. And by electing Dr Phelps, we can do that and still ensure that our financial interests are being looked after as if we'd just voted for the Libs. What a historic day for the country. Anyway, in news around our state of Queensland, it was confirmed this week that some anti-abortion protesters are surprisingly not too interested in saving the dying kids on Nauru. The protesters swarmed Parliament House in Brisbane after the state historically passed legislation legalising abortion and providing a raft of other new regulations like safe zones around abortion clinics. Armed with placards and chanting catchy slogans, the pro-lifers, willing to harass vulnerable young women on the street, confirmed that they're nowhere near as interested as saving human life on Nauru. Speaking to one of our reporters on the scene, one of the leading protesters named Christian Shelton said, I'm not pro-actually living, breathing, thinking brown kids who have been running around on the planet for years. I'm pro-saving lives of inanimate fetuses if it means I can dictate what young women can do with their bodies. Hmm, an interesting argument, that one. And back home in Batota now, we covered a story about a local vet jumping for joy this week. The cause for excitement was the arrival of another French bulldog in the neighbourhood where she runs her veterinary practice. The vet named Melissa Grace explained that the particular breed of dog is effectively a licence to print money. She said to us, they're born half-fucked and they slowly get fully fucked. Don't get me wrong, I love all dogs, but it's French bulldogs that put my kids through private school. I tell you what, something's always wrong with them. Fucking eardrops, eye drops, skin irritation... The list goes on. You can understand her elation at the sight of another one of those expensive young pups. Dollar signs, bros. And elsewhere around town, a young doctor got a bit of a reality check? Yeah, that's right. A trainee doctor has been sensationally stood down for not wearing khaki trousers and RMs during prac. Starting his gig downtown at Royal Batuta Hospital, the young man was called into his superior's office after a complaint was made to HR. The complaint was made after he turned up to the ward sporting blue denim jeans and some run-of-the-mill black leather shoes. Believed that, despite his impeccable academic record, Macca was unaware of the equally important presentation expected from trainee doctors, who traditionally dress like super rugby players attending a corporate lunch. We've been told that he may be allowed to return next week, but we will endeavour to keep you up to date with the story as it unfolds. And in other parts of Batuta this week, a local mum is already starting to get worked up about Christmas. Only two and a half months away from the big day now, 
We were on the scene as mother of three, Marsha Roundtree began berating her kids about getting organised. From sorting out food to who's coming this year to why it always seems to be her turn to host Christmas lunch, Marsha was wound up like a two-bob watch. She told our reporters that we would never understand the kind of responsibility and stress that comes with organising bloody Christmas again. After that, she did tell us she was too stressed out to talk about the matter any further, so hopefully it gets sorted out in time. And on the sporting front now, New Zealand's Prime Minister has rolled out a sensational new foreign aid program, which could be set to benefit our Wallabies. Jacinda Ardern, the country's Prime Minister, has told the All Blacks that they need to play the next few games with their backline blindfolded. Blindfolded. The move looks to level the playing field, both literally and metaphorically, and comes as a big boost to the Wallabies out of their final Bledisloe Cup game this weekend. And in a sad indictment on the state of Australian rugby, I think we're still about evens, despite their entire backline playing without any vision. It's not looking good. Anyway, that's it for the News Wrap this week. Thanks for listening. Please subscribe to the podcast to get your weekly fix of real, unfiltered and unwavering regional news. Until next week, I'm Bruce Hitchcock. And I'm Wendell Hussey.